Hey guys, Lance Erline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. John and Lance, along with Dell. Lance is in. You driving back today? You're in New Orleans? Yeah, this is going to be a terrible drive. Oh, that's awful. That drive is awful. Uh, I-10 East. I, it was the greatest drive ever. I got there in like a little bit more than five hours here. No traffic yesterday. I just drove up on the, you know, flights. I checked in two weeks ago. Flights were already 1,200. Oh, from yeah. uh, United round trip, and there was nothing on Southwest because all the Longhorn fans were coming in, and it was packed. I mean, it was. I'd say, I'd say probably ten percent. I don't. I don't know if there's any non fans of a team. I guess there were non team fans, but it was probably seventy five to eighty uh, percent orange, and then maybe fifteen to twenty percent uh, purple, but. Longhorns, we haven't talked about it since, man, like the first segment, honestly. Texas Longhorns lose yesterday, and, and really they were outplayed for most of the game. Washington scored first. Texas didn't get a lead. I don't think they didn't have a lead the whole game, did they? No. Or did Texas take a lead? No, Texas never had a lead. They just came back and tied the game, and in the second half, Washington started pulling away. And then the most incredible set of circumstances, including – an injury to a Washington player on a third down when Longhorn has had no timeouts and the clock would have run down to about 15 seconds. It stopped the clock with 50 seconds to go. There was a penalty on the punt return and they crowded Whittington and they got a 15 yard penalty. And then you had a long completion and it got down to the 12 yard line with 20 seconds to go and four plays to get it in the end zone. I thought Longhorns were going to win. I don't know about you guys, but I just said, this is going to be one of the great and I'm already compartmentalizing like, how does this rate, or what does this remind me of for when we do radio? Like, this is going to be the most incredible comeback. Like, can you – this series of plays that had to happen for Texas to have a chance to win. And then Sark with a terrible swing pass call out of bounds that wasted a play and wasted time. The, the second down play had no chance. The third down play was almost a sack, and the fourth down play really didn't have much of a chance either. I mean, just an, a dreadful set of play calling by uh, Steve Sarkeesian. And, you know, and, and this is not the same, but when Ben when Ben Johnson from the Detroit Lions had a two-point conversion against the Cowboys, the one thing I know about Ben Johnson is he is a tremendously creative play caller. So I knew he would have something dialed up. You always have you have a play for those, ga- those games. Okay, those let me ask you this question, though. Why didn't they, after they called the penalty, even yeah. from the eight-yard line, or from the seven yard line, they were still going for two, and then they got a penalty. Oh, oh, you were okay. We're on Detroit. We're yeah. on Detroit. 
Why did they not so, kick the extra point? Why didn't they just kick the extra point? Going and, to overtime and then yeah, Jim, and look, look at I Jim Harbaugh. We're going for one. You know what he did? Took it to overtime. You know what he did? Won the football game. Yeah, but Detroit. Yeah. They already said like apparently. I, I was shocked too. And then you know, yes, you had the five yard penalty. You got to move back up. I was shocked too, John. Like, what are y'all doing? Take this. Take yes, a- you got screwed. He was never going. That was never even in his mind. He said, "We're going. We're not risking any injury. We're not playing any extra football. We're going to try to get out of there with a win, and that's it." You're but I would have playoff positioning. At they had some here. momentum. Yeah. They had some momentum. I would have kicked the extra point and moved on and see what happens. Yeah, think about it. With the Eagles losing yesterday, yeah, that was for that. That was for the two seed. Now, if the Cowboys win, they get the two seed. If the Lions would have won. They would have the two seed. So analytically, analytically from the two-yard line, or th- is it three or two in the pros? It's two, right? Yeah. So from the two-yard line, analytically, okay, I'm sure the numbers say you got a better chance of gaining two yards with one play than you do of winning in overtime from a, from a number standpoint. What are the odds from the seven? Not nearly as good. No. I can promise you that. I would think analytically the decision is to kick the extra point and keep playing, and I get that. I get that it was because he was asked. Did you guys see his his response to the question? Dan Campbell was he got a little snippy when that question was asked post, and then he apologized to the guy. He goes, "Because we're trying to win, Dan or David." <laughs> He's, "Why did you do? Just out of curiosity, did you think about doing it? What was the mindset? Because we're trying to win, David." What do the analytics say after you've already ran your best play? Yeah, Does that exactly. Come into account. It, it, it's not okay. It's not. It, it, the odds aren't better if you're going from the seven-yard line. Now, they did get a break. However, they don't get that five yards back. They go half the distance to the goal yeah, after that's the, the offside by Dallas. And when it's, it's back-to-back, by the way, when it's back-to-back penalties like that, you should get to go five yards back to the original spot. That's bull crap. You, you know what I really liked was, who was it, uh, Alabama that was put, no, it was uh, Michigan. They got down to the half-yard line on a play, and the defense just started hitting the offense. Like what is this? This who cares? Yeah, yeah. Who cares? Because they didn't have their person, their, their big personnel on the field. Yeah. So they got a penalty that was like not even a half a yard. Doesn't yeah. even they were matter. Able to get yeah. their, their big people on the field. Yeah. Yeah. Was I yeah. forget which game that was? Uh, Might have been Wisconsin and LSU. Might have been Wisconsin. How about when Texas? You know, Byron Murphy scored a rushing touchdown yesterday. The defensive tackle. They had a big package with Byron Murphy, who's just a great athlete. He's going to run like a four eight forty. Uh, and he's going to bench press. Like he's got some Aaron Donald strength to him. Just to let you know, he squats six fifty. He's going to run like a four eight. He's going to be a freak daddy. I think he's, I think he's going to maybe test better than Ed Oliver did. To be honest with you, but um, did you see the package where he got the handoff and Tavon, Tavondre Sweat was in the game? Like they just had their whole defensive line in the game. Basically, I'm waiting for that to happen a little bit more. But. Um, Man, Ewers, so I. this is what I was told from someone who's in the know. Ewers, if he would have had a big game yesterday and a big game in national championship, his mind is already made up. He's he's not, no matter what he said publicly, he's done. He's coming in, he's coming back to Texas. He's not, he was never going to go. He's coming back. The decision's already been made. I think they're getting NIL in place. It's not happening. I was also told that Arch didn't go anywhere, that I, you know, I, I could see Arch wanting to go, but I think Arch loves Texas, loves his teammates, and Arch isn't going anywhere. Now, would the Longhorns like to move on from, from – well, That's like, a question. Would it, would it hurt would their feelings rather, if viewers left? Would they know. rather have Arch right now 
starting and get working. his career going, or do you want Quinn Ewers back next year? Be careful what you ask. Well, I, I think Ewers is limited. I don't think he's a thinker of the game. I don't think he sees the field great. He's talented. He's more physically gifted than Arch Manning. I think Arch probably sees the game better and understands the game better. I just, I really wonder if Arch is physically talented enough to win big time SEC football. Cause that's what you're going to be playing. Yeah, I just, I don't. Yeah, I don't think you want to start. You want to go into the SEC with Arch. I just don't. Yours is going to be built better for that. Uh, all of his experience and everything else, and in, in this experience included. Although he wasn't, he wasn't great yesterday. Uh, Do you guys think he had a concussion? I sh- I'm sure you saw the hit. Yeah, I've seen ton of quarterbacks concussed on that hit. Yep. Uh, yep, where his head slammed to the. That's why Arch got up and was throwing. They're like, well, Arch Manning's getting up and he was warming up, and then they showed the replay. Because I, I remember watching it when it happened, thinking, uh-oh. But, um, and then did you see hear the announcer on the sideline? She said, well, Arch Manning was being looked at by the, I mean, not Arch, but Quinn Ewers was being looked at by the trainers, and he kept pointing to the back of his head. And then he jogged up and down a little bit, and he's back in the game. And I'm like, what do you mean he kept pointing to the back of his head? What's what's that mean? But he didn't seem affected by it. Like, it, I think he was okay to play. I'm just used to seeing that as a, Oh, protocol time. Yep. No, no, no. He did. He absolutely had that kind of head whip thing. That the NFL for sure would have made him come out and go to the protocol after that. Absolutely. I, I honestly believe that they would have made Arch would have been in a game if this were the NFL. They would have seen it on replay and said protocol. Well, they had a lot of discussion about that during the Alabama Michigan game. There was there was a lot of talk on the sidelines. Remember how they stopped the game and that woman was on the sidelines and talking to the referee forever. It seemed like that, and they were nobody knew what they were doing. Nobody knew what they were talking about. They were. It was like, is this a, a, a concussion protocol thing? Well, speaking of not knowing what they were talking about, I hate to jump around like I have ADD, but I do. So let me get back for a second to Detroit. We didn't even talk about this. The officials missed the call. The officiating crew. Missed the call on the two point conversion. We didn't even, we haven't even discussed it. The player who checked in was Taylor Lewan. The player, you can only have Decker. one offensive lineman check. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Tyler Decker. Taylor Decker. You can only have one offensive lineman check in as eligible at the, you know, you can't have multiple offensive linemen check in as eligible. Taylor Decker went over, he checked in. Then, uh, what's his name, uh, Dan Skipper was running over to pretend like he was going to check in with the refs. What that was supposed to do is throw off, initially that is a play designed to throw off the, uh, you know, the defense, but they have to announce what numbers, what numbers checked in anyway. Skipper, they have to announce it over the loudspeaker, so not only do you hear it, but the opposing team knows, okay, this guy is an L receiver, that's the only fair thing to let you know in an, in an unusual alignment situation. Skipper never even got to the official. They blew that call. Skipper did not check in as the eligible receiver. Decker did. That should have been a legal touchdown. It was not an illegal formation. The guy on TV got it wrong, as, as has been discussed previously. And now Adam Schefter, if you guys heard, this is not the first screw-up that this crew has had. These guys are expected to be downgraded for the playoffs as well they should I mean that cost the Lions. Uh, the Colts got screwed in the in the, you know, as you know from Ursay saying something publicly with the, which those guys are not supposed to. They admitted that the Colts got screwed and should have beaten the Browns. Well, the Colts would be in the playoffs uh, if they beat the Browns. The Browns would still be fighting for a playoff spot potentially, and the whole game like 
these mistakes that these officials have made are going to have an impact on the playoffs, even if it's just seeding. Now, actually, it, it didn't ha- actually happen exactly like that. Skipper and Decker were with the referee at the same time. Correct. And he Skipper- actually, Dan Campbell talked about this, was that, that he was trying to confuse the defense of which one, but they have the, the sight of the two of them. Decker was the only one that talked, and Skipper didn't. Wait, Skipper's now, 70, right? He never Skipper's even made 70. it. He was over Skipper there. never Panay, made it. He was him. over there. Panay, yes, he did. Panay Sewell was even making his way yes. over there at one point. Yes. Okay, go watch, go watch and did. see if he even gets to the official. He where is, do you see that picture? He is near enough where I could see the official going, I don't like, I guess one of them's talking to me. I'm going to go to 70. He's near enough where he's in Brad Hand. I think that's the referee's name, Sightline. He's in a sight line, but he's not next to him like Panay Sewell was and Decker. Decker and Sewell were right next to him. I think – I think uh, And, and Seventy is running on the field. Skipper is running on Dan, the field. Dan and Skipper is – I think De- Dan Skipper is close enough where I'm like, oh, I could see why he thought he might have – that guy might have spoke. So – oh, oh, by the way, yeah. the Cowboys radio picked it up. That it was number seventy that was eligible. So, well, like you that's said, because they, they announced the wrong guy. They well, announced the, they announced it. So, don't doesn't that tell the Lions, hey, we got we gotta we gotta fix this because no, they but think, I don't think they announced it publicly, did they? Yes, they it's did. over the loudspeaker. Yes, yes over the loudspeaker. loudspeaker. Like you said, it's over yes. the loudspeaker. But they didn't have a they didn't have a timeout, did they? I don't know what their timeout situation, but once Brad Hand tells you that he's he's saying the wrong the wrong number. That should be your clue that, hey, something's up. We might need to fix this because the referee clearly got the wrong message. The referee did get the wrong – well, either he heard wrong, whatever the case may be, he announced 70 and it was 68. I'm just telling you, the, the, it's already been discussed by the front office. I mean, I guess with Adam Schefter, they told him they screwed up. They announced the wrong guy and – they're going to be downgraded for it. Well, that's I mean, fine. the officials made that mistake. But they, yeah, you're right. If they announced it, but what do you do? Basically tell the officials, no, it's 68. Wait, stop the clock. Stop the game. You guys made the wrong announcement. It's 68. Like, I don't know. How do you handle that when time's running down? And then you alert the other team that something sh- weird could be happening with, with Decker. Well, John said it. He said, um, he, he said you're a little too tricky. You tried to trick the Cowboys and you tricked the referee. I'm looking at the video right now. Um, what Brad Hand sees is Skipper running onto the field, and he's within right. he's within a, a yard of the other two. And he's all Brad Hand is looking at is Skipper running onto the field. And he's, but Brad Hand starts to leave to the defensive line right away. Though. Yeah, but he sees Skipper run onto the field. He he gives a little head nod, and then he goes over and does a little. Hey, this guy's reporting eligible. And that's how the screw-up happened, because three offensive linemen were approaching him, and he went to go tell the Cowboys. And get this. Skipper has reported as their sixth offensive lineman or jumbo tight end every week at least once. And he's re- and uh, since week 11, he's reported at least once, and he's reported five times or more in five games this season. That's why you when run that. Decker had never, no... had never exactly. and still technically has never reported as and the, that's why Ben Johnson's great right. is because there was no tendency for right that. exactly 
920 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We have a tendency to go long, and we just did. But here's the deal is we're going to tighten it up with GiveMeTheVin.com. GiveMeTheVin.com gets us to break. John Clay Wolf gets us into this break telling you to sell him your car. John Clay Wolf will give you more for your car at GiveMeTheVin.com. Or at least you need to know what your car is worth, right? If you're going to sell it and you just go to the blindly to the dealership or CarMax or wherever you're going to go, if you just go blindly and go, oh, well, okay, that's what it's worth. Oh, that's what you say it's worth. That's what the blue book is. Okay, no. Go armed knowing what you, your, your, the value of your car is. Now, sometimes, and I've heard this from people, I mean, it's just stupid what the other dealership is going to give you. And John Clay Wolf's like, okay. Take that because that's a ridiculous price for your vehicle. And if they're going to be stupid like that, okay. But a lot of times it's John Clay Wolf that's the stupid one. Well, I hate to say it like that. But it's John Clay Wolf that's going to give you stupid money for your car. So you need to know. You need to know every single time that if you're selling your vehicle, there's one place that you have to go. It's GiveMeTheVin.com. That's GiveMeTheVin.com. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Home of Odin Finch. Odin Finch. I'm Odin Finch. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. All right, welcome back. Um, I don't just for sort of some giggles. I checked in on uh, the Cougars taking on Penn the other night. I, yeah, I, I lasted like seven minutes. It was 18 to nothing. Or, I mean, it might have even gotten worse. I was like, this is awful. What are we doing here? Right after they beat Texas State 72 to 37. So they start their Big 12 schedule, West Virginia. One o'clock versus West Virginia. I guess that's, is that Saturday the 6th? Um, Yeah. On Saturday the 6th, they begin their Big 12 schedule against West Virginia. West Virginia has had some. Uh, unfortunate stuff happened to him, although still a pretty really a pretty good basketball team. So you got to watch out for that. But here we go. We find out third in the country. The only there's only three teams that are undefeated still this season in the top twenty are in the top top twenty five. James Madison is one who's not. You know they're they're down the list. Somebody else is thirteen and zero. Good year in athletics for James Madison. It's what yeah it is. James Madison is good at sports. Yeah, James Madison is good at sports. Um. So uh, we'll find out now. You know, it's not the American anymore. We'll find out. We, you know, game in and game out. They start with West Virginia and then at uh, Iowa State on next Monday. It's an ESPN two game. They're on ESPN quite a bit, and this is a good. This is a really good basketball team. Really good basketball team. But now it starts. You know that he likes to play a a pretty easy uh, preseason schedule, and he takes care of business. Uh, you, oh, for the most part, there's there there. You know, they played Utah and they played Texas A and M, so you got to give them credit. But for the most part, it's been pretty pretty easy going. Um, regardless, they're making the tournament either way. Uh, no matter what they do, well, they've got to they've got to perform pretty well in the Big Twelve. But this is a definitely a tournament team. Um, but they're they're so good, man. LJ is good. Damian Dunn, Shed, they're just good. They're just really, really good. This is going to be a fun basketball season. We'll hope, hopefully, we'll get Coach on a few times 
this this season. As a matter of fact, I'm going to try to get him on this week before we start the schedule. Before we start the uh, Big Twelve schedule, we'll try and get him on. Um, and then the the UFL. Did you see this? So it was XFL and it was USFL, and now it's UFL. It's a combination of the two leagues. And we've got Curtis Johnson. C.J. Johnson is our head coach this year. Wade Phillips goes to San Antonio. Traitor. And mm-hmm. and here's the deal. Mercenary. We're the Roughnecks. Yeah. We're in the USFL division, which was the Gamblers, and yet they retained the Roughnecks name. Because the Roughnecks what? actually have fans. And the Roughnecks actually played in Houston. Yeah, yeah that too. That Well, so did the Gamblers back in the day. But there was well, a recent iteration. Yeah. They all played, like all the USFL teams played in Birmingham or Detroit. Right. right. And I think Houston, the Roughnecks have a name that people care to, care well, about. Del, you have to the, be over the age of 40 to remember the Gamblers. Yeah, right. What's the real reason they're still the Roughnecks? I'm not going to give you credit. What's the real reason, though? Do that have, they they won in P.J. Walker's the real reason. Yeah. Well, Maybe. Well, maybe. They were the Raheel, most exciting team in the league. Raheel, Raheel, Raheel experience. Making a kid in crutches throw a football against somebody else, and then the other person won. It was yeah. one of the worst. It was like, I couldn't believe Raheel was – like, it was something you'd see on a viral video. Like, oh, my God. He did this. We've got to cancel this person. Raheel should be canceled. There's no question. Yeah, no. If, he should oh, be canceled so long ago. He texts us. He'd be canceled for sure. Well, let's be I fair. Mean, that whole, that whole string is that whole group chat would get all of us yeah. in trouble. Mostly, yeah. mostly Lance. Mostly you. Mostly Lance. No, mostly John. No, no, mostly you. Well, you just don't participate enough. Well, who texted out the Lena Hidalgo picture? That was Raheel? No, that was me. It's a t- I, oh, there you go. What's wrong with that? I just texted out a picture Have for a holiday comments? card. Have you seen the no. comments about a boyfriend? But I, didn't, but I didn't type the comments. I just tweeted out a picture. It's, you knew what you were doing. I mean, I didn't even tweet it out. I gave Lance, it's like you and with the John Clay Wolf comment. It's awful, but it's that not was an accident. accident. Well, yes. if you missed it, we were out at a Kobos. And you John have Clay to bring Wolf, this up again. Well, he brought it up if too you late. Missed it. Well, maybe people don't know what he's talking about. John Clay Wolf was in town. He, in fact, he was in studio the previous day. I think he stole a hat, maybe. Um, so he, maybe that's why. I and in the studio, I noticed that he had uh, a brace on his left foot, like it's a plastic yeah, one. That, instead of asking, if you have a high ankle, you see oh. him, he's limped in. And instead I've of asking him. him about the brace, I've like never a normal seen, person, I've never seen him walk. No, it looks like you had a high ankle sprain. You it's went, that plastic yeah, on yeah. both sides. He yeah. was sitting next to you. You didn't ask him about it. You waited no, until I just he came in the it. next day. He was hobbling into, as you said, hobbling inside into Kobos, and you made hey. John Clay Wolf hobbling in. On the air, I said, here comes John Clay Wolf hobbling in. And, and then, then John had the this story. look like, John had this look like, oh, my God. And then he said, no, come on. There's John Clay Wolf. And I'm like, what? Something just happened because John just had a visceral reaction. So I'm like, uh-oh. I, something something doesn't smell right here. Well, and tell him what you, you know, told well, me then well, later. With, you know, he was in, he, after his motorcycle accident, he was in a wheelchair for three years and you know, and didn't think he he'd ever walk again. But here's you telling him how he's hobbling in. Yeah, unkind person. I, I didn't know. I didn't know his background. Yeah, he's in a wheelchair with a catheter for three at years. Least, at least Dell. No, at least John had my. No, Dell had my back. What did I do? 
was it John? You said yo. You said right away. Was he inaccurate in the text? In the text string. <laughs> what I said was, <laughs> I asked the question. Well, was he hobbling or not? <laughs> he was hobbling. Yeah. Yes, he was hobbling. Well, if you, well, if you don't know, on Twitter, Lena Hidalgo. I don't even know what her actual title is now. Um, she tweeted out a picture, like a holiday picture of her with her boyfriend. It's not going well for the boyfriend on Twitter, as you might <laughs> no, imagine. He's poorly. a tall, really, really, really white guy with Lanky glasses and, and, a, and a long neck. Yeah. Not Davis he, Mills kind of long neck. Okay, so let like me ask really, you guys. Really he's, he's, out central, he's out of central casting for geek. He is. Let me, get, yes. let me ask you something. He looks like he should be on the, what's that show with uh, Sherman? Freaks and Geeks? No. No, he's not referencing No, 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 no. Uh, I think... Young, young, what's young, it? young Sheldon, young Sheldon, Sheldon yeah. <laughs> or he could be. <laughs> he no, wait like a minute. He should be on that show. No, Revenge of the Nerds. Um, who's the one with the glasses and dark hair? Um, I know you're talking about. I don't remember his two, name. The two nerds. He looks like that one. So anyway, and I think Lena Hidalgo. Forget anyone's politics, whatever. She's she's attractive, right? You she's got some Lewis? qualities. You think he's Lewis? Yes, Skolnick? he looks like Lewis. He looks like Lewis Skolnick, a hundred percent. And so. Um, he was one of the good nerds. Like he was one. Of, well, they were all good nerds, well, but he Lewis was one of the. Apparently, could put in that work. We found out later. Yeah, we found out during the show, and apparently, this guy maybe can too. I don't know, but I would think that Lena Hidalgo might have. You know, like. Uh, yeah, okay. I don't want to say this. And she's yeah, got she's... money. She got a good job. Well, you said something else in the in the. Text. Well, I mean, there are a lot of accusations about where some where of the, the money from, came from. Where the money came from? Well, a lot of accusations. I don't know. A lot of accusations. But she's got happening. some money. She's hot. She could pull some, better than this. Some of her friends were indicted. There's not. Yeah. Her <laughs> sure, it's like a secret act. Yeah, her stat. Not, not friends. Yeah, stat. Yeah. <laughs> well, I assume friendly. She's friendly you, with. Are them. you saying she instead of out kicking her cover, she shanked one out of bounds? Uh-huh. I'm saying this, you know, well, usually... Bring it out to the 40. side of your foot. It's off the side of your foot. We're bringing you yeah. No, it's a kickoff. We're bringing that out to Kick, the 40. Yep, kickoff out of bounds. I just say that I'm sure he's very smart. I'm sure he he's is very a very funny. good person. Very funny. I just I just read some comments, and it's not they great. Nice. They it's not going nice. well for him. Hey, listen, <laughs> he, he needs not read those comments. He goes, hey, can we he not... to have any... Can we not Why do the you, social media thing next year, please? Please yeah. don't post pictures of us. You knew this was going to happen. Oh. I knew it was going to happen. I immediately went to the comments like, oh, <laughs> this is going to be so bad. It's gonna be How so, is she not oh, more so self-aware? Bad. That's what he said. This is going to – here's Lance. Where's the comments? I got to see. Yeah, he this was so like, good. Yeah, he loves said, this is going to be so bad. Yeah. I've got to go see what happens. Right. Yeah. Uh, we got to break it here. We got to talk about – you know what? Speaking of, of hot and having a nice job, what about Doc Manavis? Okay, she's got a great job. He's a doctor. Okay, hot and has a nice job. She's a Harvard doctor. Okay, yeah, she's got a good job too. Yeah, well, you know, other than all that prostate checking, you know. Except here's the deal: there's no more of those tests that you used to do when the doctor, when he said, "Okay, bend over." No, we're not doing that anymore. Uh Uh-uh. What she does is an ultrasound now. And she sees whether or not your prostate is is enlarged. If your prostate is enlarged, it's such a simple deal. Okay, and it wasn't that long ago they they were still with an enlarged prostate and no cancer. They were still cutting you. Oh my gosh, don't do that. If your doctor has told you, well, we're gonna have to operate because you have an enlarged prostate. <laughs> no, you don't. Oh no, you don't. What you need to do is go to nine seven five prostate dot com. 975prostate.com is where you are going to be able to get your prostate shrunk 
with just an IV. It's such a great, easy 45 minutes. Plus, you got to stick around for a half hour afterwards. She wants you to just hang out a little bit. Now, no more ED, which is caused by enlarged prostate. No more peeing every few minutes. No more liver problems. Well, I don't know. You know, all I'm saying is that it's so simple. It's an easy fix. The only way to do this thing, 975prostate.com. That's 975prostate.com. ESPN 975.com. You need to learn. Let the boy watch. He needs to learn the way I learned from my father. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Lance and John. Scratch that. Reverse it. All right. So incentives kick in this week, by the way. So if you are a you you do um um, you know, you don't, it's not under over with underdog. What is it, Lance? Lance, are you there? Yeah. What did you say? Oh. Yeah, I'm right here. Okay. So. Dell just screwed up. He didn't turn my mic up. What is it? That's no, a lie. No, we heard no you. Lie. You were oh. going somewhere to get a piece of candy or something. The Okay. <laughs> Some Werther's. So, so, uh, incentives this week, they mean something. There are a couple of Houston Texans that are have some incentives to play for this week. Besides going to the playoffs, Dalton Schultz, $250,000 bonus for 60 receptions. He is currently at 54. Does he hit it? No. Six catches? No. That's a lot for a tight end. I don't think he hits it. I don't know. I don't. Now, I would say with this this ownership group, I don't think they mind paying I don't. It. I mean, they've paid three head coaches at once. Yeah. Devin Two Singletary. Devin Singletary is not going to get there. He's got 835 yards. He gets $125,000 bonus for 1,000 yards. He ain't getting there. Not That's 100. a miracle he got to 800, honestly. How about Jadavian Clowney? They don't even need to play, right? But he's got a $750,000 bonus for nine sacks. He's currently eight and a half. Oh, yeah, he'll play. Oh, he'll play. Unless they go, uh, nah. Jadavion. Dude, Clowney has never had double digit. Never sacks. had double digit. Never. Um, how about this? Here's somebody, Baker Mayfield. Play the over on Baker Mayfield. He's already earned a million dollars in playing time incentives, which doubles if the Buccaneers make the playoffs. Now, they look like crap last week. Boy, did they get their ass handed to him by the Saints. But he gets $300,000 each if he finishes in the NFL top 10 or NFC top 5 in the following categories. Passer rating, where he's ninth, he has to, he has to finish fifth. TD passes, he's currently fourth in the NFL. And he, has, he just has to finish fourth in the NFC. Passing yards, currently eighth. He has to finish fifth in the NFC. He's eighth in the NFL. He has to finish fifth in the NFC. Completion percentage, 18th. He's not going to get there. He's got to finish 10th. And yards per pass attempt, ninth. He's got to finish sixth. Now, there's some of those are going to be difficult, but you can bet on Baker Mayfield. I would hit down your underdog thing plays this kind of thing, right? High, uh, well, you mean day, uh, higher yeah. or lower, right? Yeah, the higher or lower for weekly stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So Baker Mayfield, so here's somebody else to look out for DeAndre Hopkins. $250,000 bonus for 75 receptions. Right now he's at 68. Seven catches? I could see it. $250,000 yeah. bonus uh, at for yards, 1,050 yards. He's at 1,011 right now. So that other that, that higher or low is going to be more than just thirty nine yards, though. He's still, you know, he's still got something left. He does have something left. He looks good this year. 
$250,000 bonus for eight touchdowns. He's currently at six. Uh, I don't think. Yeah, I, don't know. I hope gonna, it happens. I'll tell you this. He's probably telling Will Levis or Ryan Tannehill, he's probably telling them, hey, you're hitting me this week. I want to hit. I want to hit some bonuses here. And you know what they're going to say? Have you seen our wide receiving crew? There was nowhere else we were going. Uh, yeah, got to go to you. You got to go to you. It's it's awful. We, uh, man, listen. Traylon Burks, one of the first plays of the game. He's got it right in his hands, and he drops it. The bomb. It's like, oh my god! Thank you, Traylon. You're terrible. Thank you for being terrible. Still, uh, Odell Beckham Jr. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars bonus for forty receptions. He's at thirty-five. He needs five catches. But they don't have anything to play for this week. And he was banged up at the end of the game, so I'm not sure that that's something you do. Nah, he's not getting there. Jordan Love, $500,000 bonus for reaching. You think Lamar plays? Lamar's not playing. Lamar's not playing. No. Lamar's locked up uh, MVP. Yeah, he he probably has. That's a wrap. Yeah. Well, he and Munkin have really gelled. Except, you know what? Josh Allen, the Bills could finish with the number two. After being what we thought was dead, the Bills could be the two seed. They beat Miami, and they're the two, right, though? Is that how it works? They beat Miami, they're the two. Either whoever wins gets the two seed. Gets the two seed. Now, the Bills may not make the playoffs if they lose the Dolphins are in, but yeah, two seed on the line. Yeah. So, do the Dolphins play? Man, they, you didn't, y'all's team didn't look very good last week, bro. Yeah, they're uh, – it you, got That away from, or your college team. I don't care about Miami. Uh, I don't care about the Hurricanes. I already told you. I'm out on Chris Ball in that program to like, 2025. Um, as far as the Dolphins are concerned, yeah – um, they started off great offensively. Tyreek Hill dropped the touchdown pass. I would have made it 14-7, and, and it kind of, for whatever reason, fell yeah. apart after that. It, I don't know how that changed the complexion of the game, but it fell apart. The big issue is they lost Xavier Howard early, and then Bradley Chubb's out for the year. Yep. Uh, now, those so they, they get a home game. They're be, wait, much better at home, and they can win that game. They'll have two more home games before they have to probably go to Baltimore again. Um, whatever the case may be, yeah, I like the Bills. I like the Bills. That would well, be an interesting. The Bills have not played. No, well. they haven't played great. They found a way. That's why the Josh Allen thing surprised me. Because you look at his numbers the last two weeks, he hasn't been great against the Chargers or the Patriots. We'll see what he does in front of it, a captive audience. It'll be it's the primetime game on Sunday night. Yep, that's a uh, the Bills could get the two seed or the or be out of the playoffs, and the Texans get the prime the prime spot on Saturday night. How about that? Who'd have thought? That in week eighteen the Texans would be in the in prime time after zero prime time games all season. I don't know. Uh, news of the weird coming your way next. Our first of the year when we come back. But right now we're talking to HRP HRP dot net two eight one eight eight zero sixty five twenty five or HRP dot net. Great way to start your year, people. This is a great time because listen, it's going to take them a little bit of time. They break down your business. They tell you everything that you're doing right and doing wrong. They are going to take and evaluate your business. And by the way, if you're somebody that's in business and you're like, I don't feel like we're making as much money as we possibly could, maybe you just have HRP take a look at some of the things that you're doing. You're not an expert in payroll. You're not an expert in benefits packages. You're not a, a, an expert in taxes. No, you're selling your widgets. You maybe you might be doing this whole thing wrong. Or maybe the company that you're working with right now is taking advantage of you, and HRMP can do it better. What does it cost you? It doesn't cost you anything to find out. It costs you nothing. Get your consultation from them. Let them take a look at your business. Let them take a look at how you're doing things and make it better for you. They did it for us. They'll do it for you. It's what they do. And now is a great time to do it. 
get it done so that you only have this much of a transitional seam going into next year's tax season. So you're looking for the best way to go about this thing? HRP.net, 281-880-6525 or HRP.net. ESPN 975.com. Get in the race. Don't forget, driver and car have to be equally good to win, so do your best job. I'll do the best job of driving I can. Time now for news of the weird with John and Lance. Weird. Weird. John and Lance weird. News of the weird. News. News. All right, welcome back here on ESPN. For those of you who don't know, we work for Gao Media. Did you guys see this story? Joe Gao. Joe Gao says that his freedom of speech rights were violated. The University of Wisconsin Board of Regents has fired him. He was the chancellor. He was the Wisconsin University chancellor. Fired him because he and his wife make porn videos. Do you feel like... If you're the chancellor of the university, that you ought to be able to make as many porn porn videos as you want. I don't know how to react to that. I don't feel like that. I, I don't know. Probably you don't want to get out. Like, how did it get out? Well, I mean, I think it's pretty common knowledge. I don't think he's hiding it. They make videos and put them out there. Well, they what? They put them out there on a hub of some sort? Well, on some sort of hub? Uh... I, I don't. My wife and I live in a country where we have a First Amendment. We're dealing with consensual adult sexuality. The regents are overreacting. So I don't know. I guess I guess he puts it out there somewhere. Somebody's seen him because he got fired over it. Oh well. Yeah, that's one where you probably don't want to put it out there. Isn't that for your own viewing pleasure? Don't you want to put the blur face? Well, on? he also received heavy criticism in 2018 for inviting porn actor Nina Hartley. To speak at lacrosse. Okay, so he's he paid got her five thousand dollars out of student fees. Yeah, how, how he's he got his job own, after that. He's got know. his own thing going on. Oh, you know Nina Hartley? Is she good? But, first she, of all, is she it, talented? He, because he's in. Because he's. How do he keep his job? Because he's an ally for women's empowerment. Yeah, right. Stupid thing for you to say, Dell. Are uh, you though? So, she's old school, John. So let me ask you a question. You guys, you see if you can come up with the right answer. An Indian man in India, he was urinating on the train tracks, and he died. Can you guess how? A train ran him over? Yeah, I'm going to go with that one, too. Nope. He got hit by a flying cow. (laughs) Apparently, the cow was on the train tracks. The train hit the cow. It flew 30 feet in the air. And landed on him. And landed on him. Well, Is Is that bad luck? Yes, it's bad luck. You get killed because the cow took the hit for you, but Aren't it hit cows you instead? sacred there? Well, not if you're on the train tracks. Apparently. Right. Yeah. Isn't that like a, a some kind of a heavenly death if you get hit if by a get, flying cow? You think it makes him like a, like a saint? I don't Because a cow killed you him? You don't know. I'm asking you. What do you think? I don't know. You don't know. No one knows right now. Well, I'm, they probably know. Uh, Nikki Haley has got some problems right now. Apparently, the presidential candidate, when asked what caused the Civil War, she gave some... A meanderings. Yeah. Yeah. She left out one thing. Slavery. Slavery. It was states' rights, John. I don't know if you've heard. Well... The Civil War was about states' rights. States' rights. No, I heard. But she probably shouldn't have 
shouldn't have left that one out. Like, I don't know the political landscape for things, but if you just go slavery, isn't that everyone's like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah. Who's going to, who out there is going to come at you? Maybe, I, I don't know. I don't know. Look, I don't know who her, what her base is, but if you just say slavery and just keep it moving, you might be okay. Yeah. I think. <laughs> I see where, I saw where she said, like, in, in the response, she said, I thought we all knew that was. Yeah, I had to say kinda, that one. She kind of. She's like, did I have to say slavery? Did I? Was that one? I, I, I she, yeah, she was say? like, I really don't want to talk about. It. We all know about slavery, right? Well, you should have just said it. Aren't we familiar with that? Illinois, good news in Illinois. They're legalizing fuzzy dice hanging from your rearview mirror now. Apparently, it was. It used to be against the law. Do you feel like you should be able to hang fuzzy dice from your from your rearview mirror? Uh, yes. Yeah. Right? This it used to be against the law. You could get pulled over for it. That's, is that, I don't know, Illinois. I think you might be going a little too Well, deep. that's your home state. Do, yeah. do you know of any weird statutes that they allow? Like something they shouldn't allow? Like animal sex or something? Like what are we comparing Illinois' laws to? No fuzzy dice. But if you, if you want to be in a relationship with a goat, just make sure you get a license. Yeah. Right. That's all. I mean, I, I, listen, maybe fuzzy dice are cause are, are some kind of a distraction. Dangerous, I guess. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, your sight line. You know, if the dice hang down too much, it, bar, it bothers your sight line. What uh, if there's a flying cow coming? You can't see it. So apparently uh, the BC has issued out the worst phone calls, nuisance calls to 911 this year, this past year. Lost nose ring. Got to call nine one one. Bad haircut. Bad haircut. Got called. That in. can mess up your day. It can. Yeah, that one actually sounds reasonable. Waiting for food too long. Yeah, I almost called nine one one on Domino's one time. You did. Three hours. Yeah. How about the I was traffic town, light was, was taking too long to yeah, turn that green? Seems, that seems reasonable. I would. Too. I would. I would call nine one one on a traffic light. I w- absolutely would. They couldn't find their cell phone, so they called nine one one. How did you call nine one one? The you nose ring one now. That's the septum ring has turned into a real. I mean, there's a ton of momentum for the septum ring now. It's it's happening a lot. Um, a burger joint wouldn't let them in before opening. McDonald's their order was taking too long, so they called nine one one. I just think that we're just. A little too loose with our nine one one. Nine one one. What is your emergency? I don't. F- I ordered a number two <laughs> with no pickles, and I did the Ken Hoffman trick where I got fries with no salt, so it would be fresh. And it is taking forever. All right, one more. Two men were killed. They had a shootout in an elevator. Do you feel like it? That's probably if you've got two guys in an elevator and they're shooting at each other. What is the most logical See, that's not a weird story. The weird story would have been there are four men in the elevator. The two guys who didn't die were the guys with the guns. (laughs) That Well, well, they they just might have opened up fire on On those two. Yeah, so two guys. That's a John Woo movie, if I'm not. Yeah, two guys. We're going to have a standoff in an elevator? Guess what's going to happen? Yeah, I mean, you got to be a real bad shot. If you're not (laughs) going to. If you don't kill the other guy. Somebody's at least getting hit. All right, we're done. Uh, Paul Galan is next right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. We were just talking about higher and lower, Lance. You know what? What about 
Mm-hmm. Underdog. What about Tennessee? underdog? They've got basketball. I mean, it's basketball season right now. You've got, and of course, you've got, uh, you know, pro football. You've got a lot of things to choose from. You've even got a, a college football game going on next week that you can look at. But right now, on a daily basis, basically, you're looking at basketball. Listen, download the app. The app is fantastic. It's easy to use. Go to your app store, download Underdog Fantasy. When you make your first deposit, use promo code Lance. What that's going to do is alert them that you are now going to be able to double your first uh, deposit up to $100. And you can start as low as a $10 deposit, that they'll double that. But they'll double all the way up to $100 of your first deposit when you use promo code Lance. Now, in basketball, you can go find the players with the statistics that you like higher or lower. I'm always looking at Shingun's assist total because they always are too low. So I go higher on that. But you have to find between two and five players. You can do two, three, four, or five. And if you win five times, if you hit five uh, players on the higher or lower of their statistics, you're going to win 20 times your money, and in some cases even more, depending on if you do the booster. So there's a lot for you to learn. I want you to go there. It's a lot of fun. They even have a uh, something that I like to use is the insurance uh, feature, which lowers the payouts, but I only have to hit three out of four or four out of five. So you can even lose one and still get paid. It's my good friends over at Underdog Fantasy. You must be 18 or older and present in the state where Underdog operates. Uh, terms and conditions apply. Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you feel like you have a gambling problem or go to ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of old Greg. I know what you're thinking. Here comes old Greg. He's a scaly man fish. I'm old Greg. 